0: Welcome back to another Wednesday and another new episode of Legally Unfiltered. Folks, my name's Richard Sprinkle. I'm here with attorney Franz Borghart. We bring you stories in the news, stories that may affect your life, sometimes stories with a bit of a creepy twist. But we'll get to that in a moment, folks. If you haven't been over to our website, check us out, www.legallyunfiltered.com. You can find us there. You can find us on social media, Facebook, and Twitter and of course you can listen to our podcasts at soundcloud itunes or google play now today's topic it's a little creepy but what happens when one individual kills another without using their hands without using a weapon without using anything but their words it happens there were two incidences and we're going to talk about them both where an individual in utah Helped a young lady end her life, and where an individual from Connecticut helped a young man convince himself
1: to end his life. So we have two different we have two different spectrums here. Um, we have a young man who's on the Kev- the Cavorkian spectrum of he assisted, he helped, and he filmed it. And then we have a young lady who strongly encourages her her boyfriend or I guess soon to be ex-boyfriend. To commit suicide. And we wanted to talk about this today because, you know, this has sparked a debate between the two of us with regard to should you be prosecuted for essentially assisting someone or not preventing someone from committing suicides? Um, And while we disagree on some of the points of them, this is just eerie, right? It's completely creepy. So I'm going to let you jump into whichever one you want to start first, Richard. Well, let's
0: let's start with Utah. Um, And my apologies to the young man in the article. I can't pronounce your name. I'm sorry. Um, we'll just call him Joe from now on because I believe that was his first name. But long story short, Joe uh, basically filmed a, his friend hanging herself. Now, the the longer story of it is uh, just just Chandra Brown. I'm hoping I'm getting her name right. Uh, apparently was in a situation where she was feeling like a lot of teenagers, a lot of angst, a lot of despair, a lot of anxiety. And uh, this Joe individual, the uh, aggressor, we'll call him, um, apparently he was considering suicide as well, but he wasn't sure if he could go through with it. So he decided to help Jashandra by researching multiple ways where she could end her life. Apparently, uh, death by hanging was the was the elected choice yeah yes well that apparently that was the elected choice because joe went to a store purchased some rope um the rope the receipt for the rope was found next to the young lady's uh well near the young lady's body where it was where it was hanging and there was also a note saying uh watch the video it's on my phone referring to the young lady's phone um he, the Joe told investigators that he himself was suicidal, wanted to watch the victim die right. to see if it was something he could go through with himself. If that didn't send a chill down your spine, I don't know what so, does.
1: So this case didn't go to trial. Um, he worked out a plea agreement uh, that under Utah law, he pled to a child abuse homicide in an agreement. Okay, so it never went as far as a trial. He's going to serve five years in this case, um, and it will run concurrent. Um, I'm sorry, I'm, I misspoke. He, he also had some child pornography, Richard, on his phone, and it's going to run concurrent So he, with, with Brown's death. So it's five years total, total package. Um, but, man man this kid looks like he's got some serious issues um you know i think in the story that i'm reading from the ap he he has drug and alcohol issues um you've got a teenager so so clearly we have to talk about the fact that he's probably got an underdeveloped brain in terms of, of of where he is in life but long and short of it is he is charged with a crime for essentially assisting another human being to commit suicide okay and not just that but he filmed it too um This sparked a conversation about a Massachusetts woman, Michelle Carter. What did, what did Michelle Carter do, Richard?
0: Michelle Carter's story is, is different. Michelle Carter was friends with an, a young man, uh, a young man by the name of Roy. Um, Roy was obviously having issues. And back in 2014, Roy was texting back and forth with Ms. Carter. And Ms., back in 2014, Miss Carter was urging Roy to seek some medical help for having suicidal thoughts. Uh, she would say things like the mental hospital would help, you i know you don't think it would but i'm telling you if you give them a chance they can save your life uh part of me wants to wants you to try to commit suicide and fail just so you'll have to get help and roy says things like it doesn't help trust me Um, this these exchanges go on and go on and go on and uh, you know carter asks well how 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 do you want to hurt yourself and roy says uh something i just don't know yet and she's begging him please not to but somewhere along the line between early 2014 and later in uh, 2014, things start to change. Um, there are different different uh, uh, statements made by Miss Carter um, when they start dialing in on ways for him to do it. M- maybe asphyxiation, maybe through carbon carbon monoxide. They actually talk about the best ways so to ultimate, create carbon. Ultimately, monoxide. she
1: texts him. Right, she, she got, texts him to kill himself. <laughs>
0: Yeah and and she starts uh, they start saying things like okay now that we've settled on this generator do you have it yet he says no i don't have it yet so she replies back in all caps and we know what that means texting it means you're screaming well when are you getting it and then she replies you better not be bullshitting me and saying you're going to do this and then purposely get caught so Somewhere along the lines, she started encouraging him to actually kill himself. Now, we don't know. We're not in her head. We don't know if this was out of animus, out of out of any sort of uh, malicious thought, or if it was just a way to get the young man to act in hopes that somebody would stop him from it. But regardless, he ultimately goes through with it.
1: Now, she's convicted. Yes. And similar. She's looking at five years. She's sentenced to five years in jail okay um man okay so let's 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 distinguish these two well she's
0: she's playing some mind games
1: yeah but but here's here's okay we're gonna talk about utah second so here's where richard and i disagree i i have difficulty with the idea that she in some way forced him to do this made him do it um there's a certain part of me to my core now look don't be mistaken. This is shitty behavior.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: This is very shitty, and she yeah. she is not a good person for having no. done this. But but I don't. I, I guess the part of me that that believes that we act in free will, even when you know. Now look, he had some mental health issues. I just I don't know how I feel about that one. Now the Utah one, I'm on board. Oh, I'm on completely. Board. I'm on board with that one. I just I, I struggle. I, I've I have. I have never been a big fan of assisted suicide, but I at least understand that one. But that one looks like it's just like a weird, like filming it. That's just
0: weird. I mean, from okay, from a legal standpoint here in Louisiana, I don't know about everywhere else, but you have no duty to rescue in the state of Louisiana. If I walked up on somebody who is literally putting the rope around their neck and about to step off the bar stool, I don't have to stop them. But I'm a creepy
1: bastard if I don't. So in Carter, in Carter, the court ruled that she helped plan how, where and when.
0: Yeah. And not only that, but she also told when Royce texted her and said, look, I'm worried about what's going to happen with my family. Carter literally says, Conrad, I told you I'd take care of them. Everyone will take care of them and make sure they won't be alone and people will help them get through it. my,
1: My problem, my problem with the Carter case is, is what she did a crime is what she did a crime or is the court in that state um, stretching it? And this is in the I'm reading the CNN article right now as I, as I talk, you know, the counsel argued that this gets into a realm of there's constitutional questions, right? Is this is this a have a implication with regard to free speech, due process, execu- exercise of prosecutorial discretion? those are some of the big questions that the defense talked about and i got to tell you that those are that's a fair question are we making something that's not a crime the suicide that's not a crime um connected to the encouraging of the suicide um into a crime and and by that let me say that a little bit less convoluted let me say this where do you draw the line when you know this looks clear-cut in the sense that she was sending him messages she was helping him make the plan but if i just tell someone in anger i hope you go and kill yourself and that person says i'm gonna do it you know and i say well i wish you would and it's hyperbole right it's sure. not it's not i don't really mean it but man where do you draw that line and look she's maybe her line is easier to, to draw because of, of 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 how far it went but man, that's what I'm troubled with. I'm troubled with some of the constitutional, in, you know, implications. I'm am I'm troubled with, is what she's doing really a crime? Now she's going to jail for five years. So so Michigan, she's going to jail for about 18 months, I believe. Is uh, it 18? Well, 15, she was she was sentenced to months. five.
0: But that may be the. I think she's got 15 months. If, if I, I, maybe I'm getting the stories mixed up, but I read one that said 15 months.
1: Regardless, she's going to jail. Um, I'm looking at several articles right now. Um, she's going to jail for nearly five years and it may oh, be that okay. she's got some credit too but look but look they're going to appeal this oh. this is going to go higher she lost the appeal she did she just all, lost the appeal all the way up though oh uh, not all the way up because way i could up. see she, this she is, lost this, the the circuit court appeal. i could see this going higher i could see this one going higher if you make the constitutional arguments yes this now, will go she may higher. be out of jail by the time it gets decided on but look long story made short though that's this one's troubling to me right now now it's troubling more so from from the legal analysis, not the moral analysis. Again, right. she is acting as a, I'll use this as a strong legal opinion, she's acting as a shitty person. Now, in the Utah case, it's it's I don't know, man, it's it's just creepy. I mean, to what degree was he involved? I mean, you know, the filming in and of itself doesn't mean but he didn't stop it. Right. And so that begs the question, do we have an obligation to stop suicide? Do we have a good Samaritan obligation that that goes into the realm of suicide in this country? And I don't know that we absolutely positively do. The good moral human being should do it. But from a legal standpoint, do we have an obligation to stop Somebody from doing stuff. Do we have an obligation not to encourage someone to jump off the cliff when we know they have mental health issues? When when we're almost emotionally pushing them, those are the things that I'm 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 wrapping my brain around. And if you can't sound, if you can't tell that Richard that I'm struggling with this, I really am. I mean, it, this is just
0: bizarre. I, I'm struggling with it as well. I know we talked about, you know, the free will issue and how, you know, how can one person be found guilty of another's suicide or how can one person make someone else kill? And and, and we talked about, uh, you know, offline, we talked about various things. Charles Manson, you know, uh,
1: various crazy so, leaders so throughout Manson, history. Manson
0: did what? Manson just talked some people into making some murders.
1: Right. That's so, all he did. So, so in that scenario, what we're and I'm distinct. I'm playing lawyer. It's what I do. We're talking about conspiracy at that point, right? We're talking about conspiring with other individuals to commit to commit a murder, murder, right? In the suicides in Utah, it looked like it was a us. It was a suicide pack that maybe wasn't really a under a mutually mutually understood pack, right? In Utah, we have we have a young lady that's committing suicide. He's filming it. He's he's not. Stopping it, he's assisting, he's encouraging it. So maybe the act of assisting, the the buying of the rope, the the the, the you know the 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 I want to film it. Okay, I'm going to film it. But if I buy somebody a car and they drive it
0: off the Mississippi River Bridge, I mean,
1: well, and I guess that that therein lies the the in terms of intent, in terms of facts. You buy somebody a car and they drive themselves off, that's one thing. If if you buy someone a car and they're sitting there telling you, as soon as you give me this car, I'm going to drive it off the Mississippi Bridge, buy me a car so I can commit suicide. Does that impose some kind of criminal law obligation or duty with regard to you? No, it doesn't. Now, in Louisiana, we might frame this and under Louisiana law, this may get into a realm of, of negligent homicide, where we look at gross negligent behavior that ultimately leads to what? a homicide. Sure. So under that lens would the would the sending messages to a person that is mentally disturbed encouraging them, helping them plan it. Now again, helping them plan it, you could argue that she's conspiring. And the victim of that conspiracy for murder is in fact the person that kills themselves. I mean, it's bizarre legal legal commentary because it's a b- bizarre and we don't have a statute for conspiracy to commit suicide, So, oh, man. Oh, man. Look, the the message, the bigger message here is regardless of, of the of the intellectual gymnastics of, of wrapping your brain around this one, if you know somebody that's about to commit suicide and they're legitimately at risk. Yes. Get them some help. Get them some help, man. Don't 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 push them off the, the, the cliff through emotional messaging or, or any kind of prompting. Um, what makes these stories hard is it begs the question: Do these two separate individuals have their own mental health issues? The, the guy, the kid in Utah, it looks like he does. It looks like he's younger. He has some developmental issues. Um, I'm trying to find how old she was at the time of all this. She was a she was uh, seventeen. She yeah, was tried she, as a
0: juvenile. She, she was seventeen at the time of the crime.
1: Right, a little bit more developed, maybe not fully developed, but you know, look, neither of them. Thank goodness for for their sakes. They're not going in jail for the rest of their lives. Um, they'll have some jail time to do. Um, maybe maybe both of them will get help as a result of it. But we wanted to talk about this because, man, oh, man, this is just bizarre. And you don't normally see quote-unquote murderers, uh, murder convictions based on based on encouraging or assisting suicide. Now, I don't remember, to be frank, and I regret bringing this up, I don't remember what happened with Kevorkian, um, Maybe it was that he went to a state where it was was lawfully okay, if, if memory serves.
0: I can't remember now, to be entirely honest with you. um, I remember the court battles lasted a long, long time on his stuff. Uh, and, and, and there think, was a constitutional question well, of whether somebody could choose the time of their own dying. Well, and
1: I think for him, it it was different in the sense, and I'm not justifying the behavior, but I think for him it was different in the sense that he wanted a— he wanted a patient to be able, with a terminal illness, to be able um, to determine their fate. You know, it, from a from a bigger, broader policy issue. Sure, this was not. I'm going to poke a bear and watch the bear destroy something. No, you know, no. This
0: was this was this was a doctor who. His stated intent was to allow people to 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 choose their time of death rather than, uh, doctor li- death, yeah, yeah, maybe live out their lives with a with a terminal disease that was going to,
1: you know, just wreck the rest of their lives. And he was he was in fact I pulled it up while we were talking. He he was in fact convicted of second-degree murder.
0: That's kind of what served, I was wondering. And
1: served eight years of a ten to twenty five year prison sentence. So of I mean, course. euthanizing someone. I did mean, did he I, get out or did he die in jail? Well, it says he he it says he served. Uh, yeah, he died. He uh, died. He, so, he was not a young man when he went to jail. I so, I don't think it's a fair statement to say that either either the Utah kid or Michelle Carter euthanized these no, individuals I no. mean but 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 that being said I mean it just it sparks more questions than answers and we wanted to talk about it because it's one of those legal issues that you know the Utah story I think came out in December Michelle Carter was was sentenced more recently um, and we had been talking about it I think she was sentenced um, let's see right before Valentine's Day yeah so so we wanted to talk about it. That's about it for this episode of Legally Unfiltered. Sorry about the doom and gloom topic, but you know this is one of those legal issues that we just thought was a good topic to talk about. If you've got ideas or suggestions or questions about legal topics, email- Maybe you can find us happier things to talk yeah, about. Yeah, please find us happier things to talk about. Email us at legallyunfiltered at gmail.com. Visit the website at legallyunfiltered.com. Um, you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud. Um, you can also listen to us on- um, Google Play. But yeah, try to have a better Wednesday after this uh, podcast. So again, this is attorney Franz Borchardt. I'm here with uh, attorney Richard Sprinkle. Have a great day. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.